Arizona Cardinals in Minnesota. Joint practice number two scheduled for today. Preseason game on Saturday to wrap up the uh, preseason. Here to talk some Arizona Cardinals football with us. On the Arizona Sports Line, Kyle Vandenbosch joins us on Arizona on, uh, Bickley and Murata Mornings. Kyle, good morning. How are you, man? I'm good, guys. How are you? Good. What's up, man? We were, uh, we were not getting a kick out of it. It was interesting, though, to see a lot of the, the reaction from the joint practice yesterday and just how lackluster uh, it was described by a lot of people in attendance. What to make of that? How important is that, if at all, Kyle? It's extremely important. Um, quite frankly, to me, it's a little disappointing. I uh, it, I don't know that I heard um, anybody from the Cardinals give an interview without mentioning the weather. Mm-hmm. I mean, to me, I would just love to say, or hear somebody say, well, I don't care about the weather. We're going to go out and execute. You know, it seemed to be a built-in excuse before these joint practices even started. You know, I get it's something for the media to talk about, but for the players to talk about it and give it as a reason to why they weren't sharp, weren't crisp, didn't have the energy that they needed. I mean, look, um, it, you know, part of training camp is is hardening the team, is preparing the team for any sort of adversity. Because if there's one guarantee in the game of football, adversity is going to come at some point. But you've got to be able to fight through it and move on. And to a degree, you know, uh, professional athletes um, do a tremendous job of of just blocking it all out and making the main thing the main thing. And it seemed like, um, you know, from everything I've heard, the, the weather was made the main thing. And and this is a team that travels to Pittsburgh, Chicago, and Philly in December. So, you know, the fact that we're complaining about weather now and, and the circumstances of the uh, training camp practice, it concerns me about what this, how this mm-hmm. team is going to be built and be able to fight through some of the adversity and some of the tough weather that they're going to face late in the season. Uh, Kyle, let me, so let me, let me take that a step further then. When you hear stuff like that, is that a sign of a bigger problem? Is that a sign of a lack of leadership? Is that a, like, wh- How can that be rectified? How can that be fixed? And uh, is, all, With all your experience, when you hear that what is that a symptom of something that needs to be corrected going forward i think it does i think um and look i i, I will never say this team doesn't have leadership because i know there's real leaders in that locker room but at the same time um you know i think it should have been addressed prior to the trip like yeah look you know it, it's going to be hot it's going to be humid but we we want the reputation. We're rebuilding a culture. We need to show people that regardless of circumstances, regardless of the situation in front of us, we're going to go out and battle regardless. You know, and and you know, I feel like I wish somebody had you know whether it be a leader whether it be a coach had said to the players like look let's not talk about it let's put it behind us Uh or put it in the back of our minds we know it's there it is a factor it's a factor for both teams so um you know and that's what football that's what football is i mean typically you know all teams go through adversity and you know it's the ones that are able to steady the ship and not ride the highs and lows and not um, let the outside factors affect them. They're the ones that typically have the most success late in the season and into the playoffs. Kyle Vandenbosch, our guest here on Bickley and Murata Mornings. Last thing on this, but you said something that we were discussing earlier, Kyle, and you used the word harden. Training camp is designed to harden a football team. And Tim used the phrase earlier, hey, the, the Cardinals in this instance were the, were the indoor cats that had to go outside and fend for themselves. So big picture about that, you know, the, the subject of hardening a football team. Are the Cardinals doing themselves a disservice by having their training camp every year in their air-conditioned stadium? 
Yeah, it's it's tough to say. You know, look, there. It's no mystery that it's an issue how this team played at home last year, how this team has played at home in in the recent past. Um, you know, for me, and I understand. Look, teams invest millions and millions of dollars into their home stadiums. Mm-hmm. Fans or teams want to accommodate fans that want to come out to training camp. So it, it would be tough to have training camp outside in Arizona, um, you know, in, in, in late July and August. Um, but at the same time, you, you know, to me, I liked having training camp, um, not even at our team facility. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you, when you enter your home stadium for a home game to me it needs to feel special it needs to feel novel like you know if you're there going through the drudges of training camp every day in your home stadium in your home locker room um you know i don't know that it feels special on game day when you walk into that stadium and uh you know it just feels like another day of training camp so i think it's difficult to it can be difficult to ratchet up that intensity when you do a lot of your walkthroughs jog throughs um individual periods in that very same location so mm-hmm. um, i don't know if that has anything to do with it um you know, look, you know, football has changed so much. Um, you know, it's not necessarily about beating players down in training camp and, and then rolling into the regular season and with whoever's available and whoever's um, not beat up. So um, I get that there's a give and take there. And, and you know, obviously that's somebody, uh, you know, teams are trying to protect um, their investments, um, whether it be in their stadium and trying to get some fan excitement. So um, I don't know what the answer is, um, but, you know, it's to me in the end, um, you know, when you see a team like the Chiefs, um, how they can execute um, and how they approach um, preseason practices and how they play starters every year. They play their starters probably as much or more than anybody in preseason games. And you look at what success they have throughout the regular season and playoffs. Um, I think a lot of teams should look to them on how to prepare and, and how to mm. you know, toughen up their team for the regular season. Uh, Kyle, uh, by all accounts, Colt McCoy had a rough day uh, on the practice field yesterday. L- let's not let's not put a whole lot of stock in one practice, but obviously through two preseason games, not a lot of success in the four drives that he's led the first team offense. Jonathan Gannon is yet to name a starting quarterback. I think the biggest question on everybody's mind, at least for me, anyway, is does Jonathan Gannon not know yet? Is he still deciding? Because that to me is a concern or is it just simple gamesmanship and Jonathan Gannon knows the answer already what do you make right now of where this team and this coaching staff is with their starting quarterback position yeah it's it's tough to say you know uh, from the outside um you know we're, uh, look I, I know Jonathan Gannon is trying to win games I know he doesn't care about getting a uh, a high draft pick based on the Cardinals record. And, you know, obviously we hope Houston gets us a high draft pick, but, um, it, it, you know, I think it is tough. I think we've seen what Colt McCoy can do. He's a smart quarterback. He's a great leader. Um, he's a tremendous game manager. Um, but it, you know what you've got with him and he's pretty much always functioning at or very close to his, to his ceiling. Um, and you know the the deal with Clayton Tune is his his ceiling is much higher. He's he's just kind of um, we've seen his arm talent, we've seen uh, his movement in the pocket, out of the pocket, what he can do. Um, but 
while his ceiling is higher, his he you're going to ride the roller coaster if you roll him out on the field. And um, he may have a three pick game, and he may have a four touchdown game, um, or somewhere in between. So I think, you know, to me, I think that at this point what this coaching staff is looking for is some veteran leadership and some stability with so many new pieces, so many young players that this team is going to be depending on. Um, I have a hard time seeing how it wouldn't be Colt McCoy. Um, and, and I think you're right. Like, look, he, even if he struggled at practice um, yesterday, I think that you can count on Colt McCoy in the opener to be ready to be invested in the game plan and know exactly what to do and where to go with the ball. And I'm not sure that that's always going to be the case with a, with a rookie quarterback in week one. Kyle, great stuff as always, man. Thanks for joining us this morning. We appreciate it. We'll talk soon. Thanks, man.